guys, welcome to a new episode of Chica We Got This Pod. This is a very special beginning because it is the new era where we're going to be interviewing our beautiful Latinas off the Latina follow trend and train. It's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy. I've literally been so overwhelmed. I have like I'm overbooked to the point where I'm like asking people like, yo, oh my God, bear with me. So, you know, it's a huge, huge thing that's happening right now. And it's huge because I am able to put Latinas out on my platform and do exactly what I wanted to do in the beginning was to just make a space for Latinas to feel safe and, um, you know, to feel welcome and, and valued. And I'm able to do that directly. So like what's happening right now, it's impacting me in a way that's I'm shook if you guys I'm shook. So it's been amazing. And today's the first interview with our beautiful Diana Villarreal. And I'm so happy to have her here. She's the first one. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about each other. We're going to talk about what she's into, what got her there and what is getting her, you know, to keep going and what is helping her grow and and just become this beautiful woman and so we're gonna dive into that and that's kind of what I'm gonna do with all my girls that are gonna hop in here it's just a little girl chat kind of like a like prima tu prima wine night even if there's no wine there could be water but it's good vibes here and it's just for you got iced coffee heck yeah I have my water point is that this is a girl-to-girl talk and I'm so excited that you're here so Diana tell us about yourself give us a little run through all right so I'm Diana and um, I'm new to this whole podcast thing Um, uh, I'm married I've been married for over 11 years now Yes, and I have That's three beautiful. kids. They you you can't hear them because I was like, go play in your room and don't come out till I tell you to, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so um I live in Arkansas and um I've been wanting to start you know my own podcast, but for whatever reason I hadn't done it, you know, it was just in the back of my mind and didn't really do it because I was scared and not only scared but also didn't know what like what goes down behind the scenes like what do I need mm-hmm. what how do I put it out there how do you release it how do you record it how what do you you know everything and mm-hmm. but anyways um that's it more <laughs> no you're good you're good we just want to know a little about you so that is awesome 11 years though go you girl Go you girl. I'm gonna ask you what, ma- what what makes it last so long. And you're in Arkansas. That's amazing. So any girlies in the future that hear this, um, if you're in Arkansas, reach out to our girl Diana. And yeah. um, we were talking about you having a podcast, and you're new to the podcast world. So bienvenidas. You have take up your space, girl. Take up your space. So tell us about that. What got you um to start this podcast? First of all, what is it? What is it about? And just a little of like, what got you to this point of following through and putting it out there? So like I mentioned earlier, um, for a while now, I've been wanting to start my own podcast, but you know, whatever reason I didn't do it. Then finally, I was like, you know what, 2023, this is my year. I'm going to do it. 2023, I have several goals that I have put out there to myself for myself. And I'm like, I need to just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then February was starting to creep up and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't started. And I'm like, I can't, I can't let February begin and me not start it because then March is going to be here. And then the next thing you know, it's going to be running by. Otra vez, otro año down out the window. Yep. So, um, but back backtrack a little bit um I had talked over with with some of my I have two of my greatest friends who we've been really best friends for over 10 years and I was telling them my idea of like you know starting a podcast and then as I was talking with them I'm like why don't we start a podcast together and call it like I don't know we came up with a bunch of names finally Latinas Real Talk came to life and that's what we stuck (gasps) with 
Latinas Real Talk. And pretty much it's just um, me and two of my great friends, Claudia and Gabby, who are going to get together and we're going to talk about things that have that we have lived through, you know, together and alone, you know, personal stories um, that have been very exciting, very hard struggles first generation Mexican daughters out here trying to survive and be the daughter slash mother of the younger children (laughs) of the house. Um, And so that's like some of the topics we want to talk about just first generation Mexican daughters and how, how a lot of people, because, you know, we have friends who don't do a lot of the things that we do for their parents and they're like but why do you do that like why do you go to your doc your dot your dad or your mom's doctor's appointment and I'm like because I'm translating (laughs) because they don't have nobody to translate for them or why are you going to your brother's parent teacher conference because I'm the mom I'm I'm the mother what do you mean (laughs) and so stuff like that um we want to talk about like we've going through our like a weight loss journey and so we want to put that out there also we've dealt through infertility um together because we've all struggled to you know get pregnant start a family and it's that's a very very strong topic that a lot of people especially I feel like Latinas do not talk about Mm -hmm. and so we just want to put our story out there how don't give up I mean the the day is coming yeah so we're excited to share a lot that's That's awesome awesome. yeah that's a very important topic and I'm really glad that you are taking that step because I remember I had a live last night and some girls were like I'm a mom and I would really like us to talk about PPD like postpartum depression that's not talked about enough especially in in comunidades latinas because they're like what is depression Mm-hmm. I don't, you know they don't recognize that as a thing so um I'm totally totally so excited for you and I really think it's awesome that you guys are doing this and maybe next time we can have all the girls on um yes, yes. This, was, this was definitely one of those like should I do it and then whenever I clicked on your link and then saw the dates I was like oh, she has an opening tomorrow. Should I do it tomorrow? And then I'm like, no, I should wait. Maybe I should do it in two weeks. And then I was like, mañana, mañana, because you know, it's como the podcast, nunca lo vas a hacer. I'm like, tomorrow it is. Exactly, exactly. And that's how kind of where I am right now, where I was like, I cannot, I cannot skip on this. I cannot like, this is happening live, you know, like all this trend is happening live. And if I miss out, I'm going to regret it so much. And I tell my friends, I'm like, y'all, it feels like God or angels literally handed me the one thing that I was like, I don't know what to do about this podcast because I cannot talk to myself. No puedo. No, de verdad. ¿Qué te tengo yo que decir? That's going to help you. Like, unless I Google it, I don't know. That's what I was telling one of my friends last night, because not last night, uh, before I started the podcast, I hung out with this friend last night, but uh, I was telling them that in the beginning, I wanted to start the podcast yo sola. Pero como dices tú, ¿y qué voy a hacer? I was like, ¿qué voy a estar platicando yo sola? I said, I mean, I'm used to doing that on my own, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what am I gonna tell you? Like, it can't, it's just, and it's what seems to be successful right now is groups and like more than one person. It seems to be the thing now. So I'm glad we did this. (laughs) I'm glad we did this because, girl, I, y'all would still not hear me out here. Um, (laughs) But I tried it. I gave it a try by myself and it was just so robotic and like so, it just, I I didn't want to listen to it. I was like, if I don't want to listen to it, why would I, why would I think that another Latina would? And they have, and I'm so grateful, but I want, I feel like they deserved better. I was like, you guys deserve better. So um, I did this and I'm glad I did because I'm meeting great people and um, people who are doing kind of the same stuff and, and we can all connect. So this is amazing. So definitely bring them out. We can have another meeting, bring them out so we can yeah. all talk and maybe I could be a part of yours. I'll be like, oh my God, what is it like to have a Latina real talk? (laughs) So I would love that. So guys, if you want to listen to her podcast, check it on Spotify and follow her on Instagram, both under the same name, Latina Real Talk. So um, apart from the podcast, tell me something that you kind of got into, like 
¿Qué más tú haces? What do you, what do you put time and energy and effort into that's not family? Um, uh, maybe what do you do for work? You know, what do you, what do you put your energy into that makes you who you are and makes up your schedule? <laughs> well, work definitely takes a lot of my schedule, a lot of my day. Um, yeah. I work at a pediatrician's clinic. And so, um, you know, we see a lot of newborns and a lot of sick babies, but mm. it's so fun. Um, I, I enjoy it. Uh, but really, really what I'm really putting a lot of my energy towards right now is working out. Okay. I would never two years ago, last year, Diana, me, nada que ver with working out. Okay. Get but out. goals, 2023, I was like, this is our year. I need to because see no also I, I I have lost some weight and so I'm like I don't want to go back to where I I began so I need to start working out and so I wake up at 4:20 every morning not every morning sorry take that back 4:20 three days a week three days a week to head to the gym work out come home get my kids breakfast ready get myself ready for work wake them up, you know, get them dressed, feed them breakfast, and then let's head on to school and work. So, oh my gosh, you are a, you're a beast <laughs> girl. I don't even know. I was telling one of the girls at my job about, cause they were like, oh, we should do something. And I'm like, hold on, let me take my calendar out, you know? And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. And they're like, you really have everything there? I said, yes, because if I don't keep up with it, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show up and I'm not, I'm going to say, I'm going to do something and I'm not. And I, and I hate being that type of person. Like if I say, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. If I told you that I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. And it really does like kind of put me in a sad mood whenever I don't follow through with what I say. And so that's mm -hmm. why I have to keep it up, keep my calendar, everything. So you were on there today <laughs> to like, show up. <laughs> But, Yay, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's busy. It's a busy, busy lifestyle. Oh, and I have Mike, I told you I have three kids and they're seven, eight, and six. So it's six, seven, and eight. Oh my Lanta girl. So they're little, they're not like babies, but they're still little kids. And so they a handful. <laughs> they definitely yes, very, very much handful. Do they do any sports? Oh yes. <laughs> schedule. Yes, they do like ninja classes. You know how American Ninja Warrior, they do something like that. And then they do Taekwondo. And mm -hmm. um, my daughter da does gymnastics. So yes. And then my Dang. daughter wants to add piano. I'm like, no girl, pick one. Either you do, because she does oh, Taekwondo. No, she does Taekwondo and gymnastics. Not on the same day, but she does two things. And she wants to add piano. And so I'm like, nah. Either let go of one or we could do that next year when you get tired of these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I have yeah. a husband. Well, I mean, thankfully they're aligned. So, yeah. you know, Taekwondo and gymnastics, she's getting real physical, which is great for her body and her yeah. growth. So that's awesome. But girl, you're a girl boss. And then you girl add the boss. husband to the mix. Ay, Dios mío. I no, no, no. no, no. no. Es otro niño. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> Except he can stay it home really by himself is. and I can go to the store and do whatever I want. Yeah, dame mi tiempo solita. Mm -hmm. Solita. Awesome. So, okay, girl, dang. Go you. Go you. Go on. I don't even know how I A get lot to of moms. Some what do you, what, what helps you? Like, is there something that you do that you're like, okay, cuando la cosa está mala, tengo que tal? Uh, cry. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to let the tears out because you can't keep it in okay you can't keep it in because that's gonna no. make it worse <laughs> i'm dead i love this i love this cry no, aside from that because that's that's for real what i do sometimes mm -hmm. um i think that's why i actually make it a point to go either to the gym or go run around walk or run around my neighborhood because I'm like it gives me that time to be by myself and like okay 
take charge. What, what's going on? What are you doing? And time, time to focus, refocus. And so that's what helps mm-hmm. me. That's why I think now, now that I'm in that point where I'm into it, into the exercising and walking and stuff. Um, because in the beginning, that was not, that was not, that was like putting me in a bad mood. <laughs> But now it's just looking at me. I use that to balance myself because I'm like, okay, now I can go home. And then I'm like, good morning. It's time for school. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you have a good night? <laughs> I'm like, wake up. Let's go. Come on, brush your teeth. I'm dead. I'm dead. So, how long have you been working out? Because it takes a long time to, not a long time, but at least for me. Like, takes a minute for me to get consistent and get to a point where I'm like I love the gym I started just with walking like I made it a point to myself to start walking at least I was like at least 30 minutes every day and so I started with walking 30 minutes every day and then I started like pushing myself to okay maybe you should jog which I still don't jog or run like not like it like I probably walk two houses and I'm done (laughs) I mean, run two houses and I'm like, I'm done. So I'm still not like a runner, you know, so don't invite me. I ain't kind of, I ain't coming running with you. <laughs> um, but it's just pretty much, that's how I started walking 30 minutes every day. And then little by little, um, I also was doing keto at the time. And so it helped me lose weight. And, um, I have not talked about this on my podcast yet. Uh, but it's going to be like my weight loss journey. Uh, so just the dieting and the exercising and the, and then the more, the more weight I was dropping, the easier it got. And Mm -hmm. so that's what helped me just because I wasn't as heavy as I used to be. Um, and then of course, seeing, seeing my reflection in the mirror, I was, I like what I was, I was seeing. So I'm like, Oh, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going for more. But yeah, that's, that's just what motivated me. Yeah. And you, are you still in keto? I'm not. I started, I started keto this year again. (laughs) Well, not keto, more like low carbing because keto is, you know, keto, the keto community is like, that's not keto. I'm like, okay, sorry. I'm low carb. They're so strict. Any diet is just like so set in the boundaries. And I'm like, oh my God, what is keto like though? What is like, what does keto require? Uh, pretty much it's just no eating, no, all the Hispanic Mexican food, no arroz, no frijoles, no pan, no tortillas, none of that good stuff that we used to eating. Oh. <laughs> I cannot do it. I, I cancel keto. No, we're done. No, Conmigo, no. We're in February. Yeah, yeah, they have said keto, low carb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no longer low carbing, but I still watch like if, you know, my kids are like, I'm hungry. Let's go to McDonald's. And I'm like, I don't want McDonald's, you know, like that's not healthy. Come on. Yeah. And there's three of them. One of me, I give up. I'm just like, fine, we're going. And I'll order something yeah. from there and I would just eat the meat. It's not yeah. what they call like dirty keto. It's not really healthy, but it's better than eating the whole thing literally like but it is hard be happy that I'm still trying it's hard (laughs) yes I'm still trying so I'm not ketoing but I still watch what I eat that's awesome so you you really got out of that you know something out of that experience of keto so Mm -hmm. there's been a change which is awesome very happy for you and what about um like um when it comes to growing up was that like an, a problem, like, like foods, eating and, and have you ever had an, that experience where like your parents or familia, they're just like having comments, having a lot to say about what you eat, what you do as I was growing up? Mm-hmm. No, but um, it was more like we we have food, you got to eat your food. Um you can't, you know, there's, there's kids in Mexico que no tienen que comer. You have to eat like whatever was served, you eat it. And then kind of like, even when you're invited to somebody's house, like you eat what they served you out of respect. And yeah, to a point, yeah, we did it. I did it growing up. And um, I'm just now thinking about that. I'm like, 
but that wasn't really healthy because if I'm full, I'm full. Why should I finish what's on the plate? You know, but it's literally it's just put into your mind that te comes lo que te sirvieron, no faltes el respeto, no seas una niña así, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay. But I think I'm not saying that that's what probably got me to where I was, but that's the only thing that I could think of. Just pretty much my parents are like, finish what was served on your plate. And I'm like, that's a lot for a kid. That is a lot for a kid. I had, um, I went out to visit a friend in his house and he made me, un salvadoreño, he made me like a beautiful breakfast plate oh my god the cheese so I was like I saw the plate and I was like okay I don't think he knows my serving size and I was like oh my god I'm gonna try and I start eating and then he goes like and he like made a comment of like that like you gotta eat it all and I you know I grew up with that as well that you eat it all um but he made that comment and I was like oh my god I, I gotta eat it all <laughs> y yo salí con un dolor de barriga yo salí enferma I'm a tiny yo tengo yo soy cuatro once so I'm tiny and you serve me a, a big person plate I I cannot fit that but I have to because that comment and in, in my head I'm like me mama would be so pissed if I don't finish this plate and it looks so good and I was like oh my god I was just overwhelmed overwhelmed and I agree I don't think that that should be a thing anymore see no me cabe no me cabe yeah. I don't I don't think any less of you and I don't I don't feel any less respect and it's it doesn't just, mean you I respect my food. body too mm-hmm so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where that came from, you know, back in our ancestors days. I don't know where that came from, but I don't, oh, maybe, maybe because they didn't have, maybe, no say, maybe they didn't have any. And so what was brought to you, like they wasted, you know, or like they spent yeah. their hard earned money to make you a meal. So you should eat it mm-hmm. because they made it. They bought it. Cost. it. Yeah, yeah. It cost them money. I mean, I'm not. Maybe thinking. we're going back with the five with these five dollar eggs. For Maybe real, we're going back. You better eat them eggs because that cost me a lot. My husband actually uh, knows this guy who has chickens, and so he, I was like, "Oh, he went to the grocery store. We had an ice storm here um, this la- last mm-hmm. week, and I was like, go to the store, get you know, get eggs, milk, bread.'" <laughs> and he was like wait I have a friend I'm gonna call him it's probably cheaper with him and I'm like oh okay we over here hustling for huevos where they at literally get the huevo plug (laughs) that's funny and then so um okay so tell me a little more about um what what life was for you growing up because I know that for me at times I felt well, more when I moved out of Puerto Rico and I came to Georgia, I felt very much outcast and and just I didn't see that many Hispanics around me. And it just, you know, I, it was too obvious at the point when I moved. And um, I just want to see like if you went through something like that and maybe something that happened that kind of shifted your view or or just shifted something inside of you when you were growing up or when you were like already like you know a teenager um is there something that kind of put a stamp on your life that said boom dice, I am Latina I'm Hispanic I I this is me and this is something I went through as a Latina that impacted me um well I remember I don't I don't know about you, but I was, my parents moved to, I was, I was born and raised, well, I was born in Mexico and was brought to the U.S. when I was five. So pretty much I've been here all my life. I grew up in Houston. And then um, when I was around nine or 10, we moved to Arkansas. When I moved to Arkansas, the culture um, shift, the culture definitely hit. Okay. Yeah. Houston is like little Mexico. You know, there's a lot yeah. of Hispanics. Everybody speaks Spanish. Muchas tiendas mexicanas, restaurantes mexicanos, everything. 
we moved to Arkansas. And I, if I remember correctly, I was the second Mexican or Hispanic kid in the elementary school. I was two. So before I came along, there was just one. <gasps> yeah. And, and they weren't even in like the same class or anything. We ended up being in the same class. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, we ended me and her ended up being in the same class. And so the culture shock didn't happen to pretty much when I was like nine or 10. And then of course, mm-hmm. because we were the only Hispanics, um, we were pretty much raised and hanging out with nothing but American friends. So we're, we became very Americanized. And yeah. as I grew, that's pretty much what we grew up with. And of course, more Hispanics started coming in. Um, but it was probably till like middle school that I started seeing maybe like four or five Hispanics. And then um, we ended up moving in, you know, within cities in the state of Arkansas. And so it just depends where I went. Like we lived um, in D Queen, Arkansas for a period of like six months. Um, and there was a lot of Hispanics there in that city. I was like, wow, there's nothing. Where are y'all at? Here. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like I had come from a school where there was only five, five of us. Yeah. And so I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but I only lived there for a short time. Um, and then went back to the same to another school where there was nothing but, you know, only English speaking American community. And so it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't until my, um, I want to say my probably 20s that I was like, I am Latina, I am Mexican, um, as much as I didn't want to be because we were the out, you know, the out culture, like we weren't it, we weren't nothing you know to me because I didn't grow up there's not many of us um and so finally I was like but I am Hispanic and I am Mexican and I guess what what came into that was just the fact that my siblings were growing up the same way that I was growing up and then I was starting to see them kind of react um different like didn't really want to like go do Hispanic things, like things that were like in our culture, they didn't want to do that because they were like, no, that's Mexican. Like, and would make an ugly face about it. And I'm like, but what do you mean? Like you are Mexican, what do you mean? (laughs) And then I was, I got to thinking and I'm like, but I was there, you know, that was Mm -hmm. me when I was their age, when I was them. And now I guess seeing it from, from now that I was an older person, an older girl, I was like, man, no, we're going to change this. And, um, that's pretty much what kind of got me to switch just by seeing the younger generation, even though I'm sure that I lived there and I was probably the same, the Mm -hmm. same attitude as them, but because I was living through it, I was like, wait, what? And I also, I think getting other Hispanic friends and other Mexican friends who were very, very like loving of who they are and where they come from. And so I learned from them and I'm like, but if they love it, why not me? You know, and if, right. if I mean, what, what is really, really get down to it? What's the issue? There is no issue. It's just yeah. that there's not many, well, at least for me, there wasn't many of us. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be different. I want to be like yeah. everybody else. And now we're like, I don't want to be like nobody else. I want to be different. <laughs> No me quite mi bandera, que eso es mío. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I'm sure that growing up, did you ever have to face like anything like um like people saying, oh, you've gotten Americanized, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I have. Um, especially when I try to speak Spanish to my Mexican family. <laughs> they're like ay dios mío esta niña no habla español porque no le enseñaron but it's because the same thing i grew up with nothing but you know american americans you know english speaking people and so my, the only people that spoke spanish were my parents and so at home we would speak spanish but as soon as you would step out it was nothing but english so it's not that my parents didn't teach us or it's not that i didn't want to learn but it's kind of like si lo pones al revés if you want to learn english if you don't submerge yourself in the community, in the language, with the people, you're not really going to pick it up. You'll know you'll yeah. know little words here and there, but you're not really going to pick it up. Yeah. So that's pretty much, I mean, for me, just, a, you know, family who are like, girl, why don't you speak any good Spanish? I'm, like, I'm trying. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Literally, listen, you didn't grow up in that. Listen, no. and when I try extra hard, como que la riego más. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay, so um, I would love to know a little more about you, like what you're like. So I'm going to ask you a few rapid little questions and just hit me with the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. I'll do like five or six questions. Cool. So um, how do you respond to criticism? <laughs> Literally, the first thing that came to my mind is, well, is it negative or positive criticism? Either way, criticism is criticism honestly I take it I take it I take it into consideration I process it and then either I laugh about it or I learn from it okay okay so how like what is one lesson that you are very like I need my kids to know this um that they are Hispanic that they have Mexican yes. blood in them because um Como te digo, you know, growing up being the only Hispanic in my school and then my siblings also, I don't want them to be ashamed of who we are. Um, yeah. And even though I'll tell them and they're like, no, but I'm not Mexican. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah. so, there's so little. And yet they already tell me, but I'm not. And I'm like, well, yes, you are. Yeah, they're already taking sides mm -hmm. at, at a young age. So that's how you see that they're like surrounded by a type of environment that kind of is trying to put them in a box and specifically one that is not, mm -hmm. you know, like Hispanic or anything else. So I want to be very mainstream. Yeah, so definitely I want to teach them about my our culture and where we came from, where we're at and where we're going. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. I love that. So um, what is the biggest obstacle that you're currently facing? Mm, biggest obstacle would probably be finding the time to learn new things. Because I am new to podcasting, I don't know a thing about podcasting. Okay. So in, in a way, I think that's probably what was stopping me from starting my own podcast or the podcast with my friends, because we didn't know anything. We didn't know where do you, how do you upload it? What kind of mic do you need? Do we need a camera or not? Do you need, you know, headphones? Who's going to edit it? Do we need to edit it? Do we need music? How do you add music? And, and like, yeah, time, so much. it takes so much time to learn to, you know, Google things like help. So that's, that's a lot of time consuming, but I love it. I love it because it's something that I'm into. Yes. And as you kind of go through it, you'll learn more. And, and it really takes trial and error. Mm -hmm. Like, as I said, it's been very overwhelming having all the girls book time with me. And I have learned I cannot interview five, six people in one day. I cannot. I've learned that the hard way because I saw my schedule and I was like, me voy a morir. Empiezo a las dos y termino a las nueve. ¿Cómo yo voy a poder hacer eso? You know? vas a comer? So, Exactly. When the way I come in. So I, I've, I've definitely learned my lessons and I'm hoping that my Latinos are cooperative and helpful and understand that this is so new to me and so fast. So you really live and learn. And, and I've changed my brand too. No, you're, things are going to change. Yeah. I started off as Superate Princesa. Okay. That's what, that was how it all started. And um, I think I was posting on another platform, um, Buzzsprout. I was posting on that platform, not as uh, friendly and um, more for beginners as Anchor. So had to make that change, change the whole brand, change the whole, like just everything. So changes are coming, but you'll live and you learn. And I'm thinking of having a little um, episode where we're just going to talk about podcasting. Because I've seen so many girls that want to get into it and are in it. And I think it would be good to get together and um, teach each other some stuff. Talk about it. 
Exactly, exactly. Teach each other stuff and learn what one does. And maybe we can make those changes ourselves. Mm -hmm. So another question I have is, what are you most grateful for in life? My kids. Yeah. Um, I struggled with trying to get pregnant for five years. And when it finally happened, I'm very, very grateful um, that I now am able to, you know, raise my children. Um, My boys, okay, in the beginning, I told you their age and I have twin boys. But my boys, and this is a different topic, different story. My twins are born 12 days apart. So they don't share the same (gasps) birthday. Yeah, so one just turned eight. But the other one is still seven. <laughs> oh my God. And so the twins are my first kids that I had. And so yeah. I'm very, very grateful. I, I definitely, my husband and I went through some hard times, you know, sad yeah. times, but I'm very grateful for their lives. What helped you kind of get through that, those sad times? Like what helped both of you kind of push through apart from each other? Honestly, it would be God, uh, putting our faith in God and trusting him. Um, if it wasn't for our faith um, in God, then I don't know, because I, I have a friend who told me if, if you if you lose your faith, then you lose it all. And so that's what really, really helped. Of course, my community, uh, my my church friends, my um, family my friends, my, my, my circle of community is what helped me um, get through it, but mostly definitely my, my God. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm glad that, that it kept you strong. I'm actually reading a book called have a little faith mm-hmm. um, by um, Mitch album. And um, it's really just like kind of what it's ta- like that is just have at least a little bit. And that can really hold you to to get to where you need to go. And then when you really hold on to even just a little bit, it opens a door for you don't even know what, you know. So that's awesome. I'm very glad that you guys have made it through. And now you got three very, very busy boys. (laughs) Well, two boys and a little girl. But yes. Oh, you have two boys and a girl. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Is there one that's most like you, most like your husband? Definitely. (laughs) My daughter definitely has my attitude. You know that meme, like you prayed for your daughter, but didn't want her to get your attitude. (laughs) Yeah. She's definitely a a mini me. And um, I love it. I mean, sometimes I'm like, girl you better step down a little girl stop but at Calm the same time, I'm yeah like, feisty. I like it <laughs> yeah Salio, would you say you're like that Salio como tu? yeah as much yeah. as I don't want to admit it yes <laughs> yeah I just sal igualita mi mama she does not like it but I'm like mommy no sé qué decirte Yo soy tú y tú eres yo. Así que we're just going to go with it. So we bump heads a lot of times. But, yes. People you know. tell me the same thing. They're like, oh, my God, you sounded just like your mom. Oh, my God, you literally, it's like talking to your mom. And I'm like, really? No. Right? I think we're very different. <laughs> yes, yes. I've had to, like, there's people that are telling me, te pareces a tu mamá cada día más. And I'm like, that in ways in some days it's a compliment and in other days no la aprecio porque hay cosas que ella tiene que i'm like mom let's do better Mm -hmm. let's do better and other things that i'm just like i just want to be just like you mom you know like my mom has the fashion sense she wears the coolest things everyone gives her compliments on her looks so i would like to be more like that because i dress like a hobo like yo I have no fashion sense. I really don't care how I look. Um, so I want to be more like her in that sense. But there's other things that I'm just like, um, let me be the, the healed version of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. Um, I do want to ask um, more about um, kind of what do you want to do in this world? Like, what do you want to 
be remembered by what do you want your friends to remember you from and and kind of walking into this world um you've done a lot you've been through a lot and when you're when you're leaving what's something that that just you'll never forget wow I would love to people for people to know that no matter who you were where you came from how you live no matter you know who it is I loved because I'm a people person and I love people um and it didn't it doesn't matter to me like your background you know how you were brought up a lot of people even say like oh I can't believe you're friends with this person because they're like they don't believe in God, but you're a Christian. How? And I'm like, because I love them for them. And then I was like, yes, they don't, you know, we believe in different things, but at the end of the day, I was put in this world to love you. And so I just want people to remember how much I love them and how I cared for people. Sometimes, maybe sometimes I didn't love as I should, and maybe I didn't care as I should, but for the most part, I try. I try. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I mean, working at a pediatrician's office, you got to be sweet. You got to be kind. (laughs) Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm sure they're going to remember you just like that. I know I will. (laughs) I know I will. So, um, Tell me what's one thing that like you kind of like what's helping you right now putting yourself out there? What's helping you get to your goals? And, and um, you know, as you said um, that you want to talk about how it's never too late to start your goals, like what's helping you and what do you think you're missing? Oh, um, <clears throat> definitely what's helping me a lot is surrounding me with friends who help me become better, be a better person, be, you know, a, a better wife, better mom, better friend. Um, that's what helped, was helping me grow, move on. <clears throat> was that your question? <laughs> yes, yes. Like what's helping you and what do you think is putting you behind? Oh, what's putting me behind is probably my own laziness when I don't want to get up and go. Um, yeah. but then I have that friend, like if I don't get up, if I don't feel like working out today, I have that friend texting me at 420. Are you up? Are you coming? Am I going to see you there? And I'm just like, oh, leave me alone. Fine, I'll be there. <laughs> or, you know, whenever you, you, you have those moments where you don't want to go nowhere, don't want to do nothing, don't want to see no one, but you have that yeah. friend who clicks with you and know that something's up and it's like hey let's mm-hmm. go grab coffee and you're like no thanks I'm busy no let's I'm gonna come pick you up let's go grab coffee yes yes but I mean just pretty much that's what's stopping me the laziness and then of course but it. <laughs> you have a lot on your plate already so sometimes you just want to not sometimes I want to be lazy that's the po- that is what I'm going for that's my it's my meta <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's on purpose. <laughs> sometimes it's on purpose. So I get you. I sometimes I I have days where I'm just like, I know I have plans, but if I do that, I'm gonna come out shattered. Like I'm gonna come out hecha pedazos. And because I when I dive into those times where estoy hecha pedazos and I just can't keep going, it's gonna that's gonna run over to the next day. So I'll wake up tired as heck and I'm just like, I'd rather prepare and know what my limits are and adjust accordingly than like try it and come out and knowing no iba a salir bien y boom, no salió bien. So totally understand. But having a friend to support you is huge. Which is, I think, which is um, part of a big on my, on my podcast is part of, the yeah. big thing about having my friends with us because we have pushed each other to do things that we would never do alone and we have gone through things with each other that I think couldn't have again would never survive on my own you know and so yeah. that's why we decided to do the group podcast because I'm like 
everybody needs to find their circle. Like that is, that is, if anything you need to do right now is find your circle, find your people and stick with them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I have my girl Shania. She's the, she's my other half without her. I wouldn't have made it through so many things. And, and that's the person that's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, she told me today, she was like, Mari, sometimes I want to get in your head and just like tap and be like, is there someone there? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going so on off hinge and then like, yes. So having those friends are huge and they make you a better person too. Yeah. They make, they help you understand. And a good friend, I feel like it, it kind of requires a little like kind candor, just like a little tough love. And they they do it out of love. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't think you should change or stuff like that. It's just they really want to see you succeed. And and they're just going to find a kind way to be like, yo, te está pasando. Or you're not doing enough. Or like, I know you can do better. I know you, you know. So um, yeah. for all our new Latina friends out here, as we're closing this episode, give me a take all the time you need to tell us what can help our Latina community get to where we want to go and kind of a tip, like, danos esas palabras que, que, que we need from you specifically based on what you've been through. What can you tell us to, to help us be better Latinas, better girls, better friends? Like, um, just what can help us? Like, let me know because as a friend, I, w- I just want to hear that little kind candor from you. Yeah, I, I'm definitely um, done with that. That chismosa uh, negativity, um, sit down and let's just cheese me out about other people and talk about other people and like put down other people. No, mm-hmm. let's move out of that. And let's help build people help better help build better latinas what you know yeah so definitely let us know how we can help build each other up and not down exactly exactly i that's one thing i see in latina communities i don't i experience this in puerto rico very often um i don't know if in other countries they're the same but um in puerto rico you can walk in a club and they're going to look at you up and down and be like, and, and you walk on the flow, como que, oh, va a tener la mejor noche. it's going to be so much fun. And they're just like, and you are, y te miran así para arriba y para abajo. and I'm just like, we, we could all get to our goals. I'm not trying to take over your spot. Mm-hmm. I'm I can lift you up and you can lift me up and we can both get to where we're going so if you were a little less negative and a little more supportive the world might just be a little better mm-hmm. so I see that I really think that I like sometimes I refer to chisme but all I don't have anyone to chisme out about and I don't have anything to say I'm very much like I don't I don't want to talk about others because that's going to come back to me. Mm-hmm. That's going to come back to me, whatever you put out there. So I, I remember I did a TikTok where I was like picking up my girls to go talk cheese, man. I really just want some friends to talk because that the girls that I'm connecting with, I know that it's meant for good things. Yeah. So um, let's move out of that. I agree. Let's move out of cheese, man, more into into just bonding and supporting each other. Yeah. So yes let's do that but I am so grateful that you are here and that you took the time and you were the first one so Deanna you're gonna be in my heart forever (laughs) forever so I'm so grateful you were here yes and I cannot wait comfort zone (laughs) yes yes now you know a little more too about um doing it virtually yeah so if you if your girls are ever apart you can still stay consistent with your posting times and stuff and um do it through zoom i swear it's very easy and i'm using calendly uh to book all these appointments and it connects to zoom and google like directly so like everything is just i open it and it's just there that's cool so mm -hmm, yes so i'll let you know when i do another episode for just podcasting 
And um, you're welcome to join us at our, um, we have an episode for moms and we would love to have you so you can talk about your experience. So all the moms that are getting together can learn a little more and, and feel a little less alone with what they're going through and what they went through. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm so grateful that you were here. Thank you so much. All of our listeners, chicas, go follow Latinas Real Talk on Instagram and listen to their episodes on Spotify. Show them some love. Let them know, hey, te escuché en el podcast. And I cannot wait. And um, yeah, show them some love. So, um, yes, Diana, thank you for way. being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for putting yourself out there. That made me put myself out there. And now here we are. Right, right. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> Right. I literally in a million years, I was like, the word collab, I felt like I wouldn't hear that in years. Seriously, years. And now like people, I'm like, you want to collab? You want to collab? You want to you want to be part of this? And now I'm just like, what in your vocabulary now? Yes, it's a word in my vocabulary. So it's definitely all so, so, so new. I'm still like, te digo, like, I think my sickness went on for a week because of all the just like I work full time and although I do work from home I'm sitting there I'm working I'm not like yeah you know being the television chilling out it's it's and then I get off I have to eat and I have to move my body and I come back and I'm just like my TikTok's blowing up and and I'm just like in the computer trying to get everything done so I feel like that made it kind of longer and I haven't been my because I'm up all night so but my girls are worth it my girls are worth it that is totally fine <laughs> so um yes thank you so much for being here and I really hope that we can do this again soon and um I can't wait to listen to your episode I'm gonna put that on my on my Spotify and share it as well so all other girls can know because I've connected with podcasts and maybe we could have a podcast reunion sometime let's do it Yes, yes. So thank you for being here. And chicas, remember to follow me on Instagram, chica, we got this underscore pod. And check out my episodes on Spotify and YouTube. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Muchos besos.